everybody. I'm Chad Eckert, and that's Eric Martins, and this is the Fantasy Golf Pod. Follow us on Twitter at Fantasy Golf Pod. Join us every week Tuesdays on Twitter, or what are we doing? YouTube, YouTube. streaming live, cracking beers. <laughs> you having a beer? I am, yes. I got a 12-ounce Coors Light. Whatever, it's 1.30. We're doing this early on election day because Eric's a big junkie for that political stuff. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> we were normal people doing this uh, in our garages and uh, with our children nearby, so be careful. They may interrupt. It's going to be interesting. It's nice and warm out, so the whole neighborhood's in front of me in my front yard. But anyway... Uh, like and subscribe, rate and review. We do this for free. We do this for fun. We haven't had an iTunes review in months. So can someone just type words and hit send on there? Maybe it'll help the (laughs) algorithms. Um, We may have to stop providing this information for fun because our wives are not having fun. No. (laughs) Maybe we have to charge something. I don't know how we're going to make money, but maybe I'll make money on my Patreon page. You can do that. Go over there, find me on Patreon and donate some dollars to that because it's going to be interesting the next few weeks or whatever with the masters coming down. Prices just dropped. I already did a pod for that. A first look. I'm the first human on earth to talk about the masters 2020 pricing on YouTube. Well done, sir. I'm going to go listen. Thanks. Um, uh, you know, masters weeks, come with a sweet spot spreadsheet. So stay tuned for that. My friend, sweet spot DFS, Eric Darbo and I are creating a spreadsheet. We're in the midst of doing that. We're going to share it as early as the end of the week here. Cause after this, let's be honest, let's get right to the masters. Once we're done with this content, start researching and diving in there. Um, But you know, we typically Eric get right to the names on this podcast. That's kind of what we like to do. Not waste any time, but I don't want to harp on it, <laughs> but you won bigly last week. Our friend here, Quagnus Martins, won a hashtag mega profit. He was 10th in the short game, the contest that we play in for a dollar a lineup, and he won $100 off of a dollar. It's a pretty big deal. It's a mega yeah. profit, a real mega profit potentially. How did you do that? Could you care to share your sweat story, Quagnus? Yeah, well, so... <laughs> You know, things happen on on Thursdays and Fridays, and you never know. But at the end of the at the, after the cut Saturday morning, I, I realized I had four six of sixes, which out of twenty for me is pretty good. I'm I'm typically happy with even one or two, so I had four that I was following, and the one that I least suspected to do what it did only did it because it had one point eight percent Brian Gay on it. So when we were when we were uh, you know watching that together on the Sunday, what, late morning, early afternoon between gay and then your, your bet on Wyndham Clark. It was just, <laughs> it was just uh what a finish for you and I to be sweating one or the other. One of us is going to win. Of course we want ourselves to win or did we, I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm so happy for you that you were able to get the Brian Gay win. Stupid. You touted him. I, well, I did, but I mean, I, I didn't really believe it. I don't think. it stuck in my head man i mean i i had a model actually when i look back on it and he was actually 13th just because of his preference for the grass and his like third place finish the previous year otherwise his uh form was just god awful but i think we decided that that doesn't really matter anymore what kind of form they're in so you take a risk like that i had one share you're gonna give me shit about that it was still heavy overweight on the field 
Yeah, one share. Talk about someone who like pretends that they touted uh, Brian Gay, is winning bigly on Brian Gay, getting all the credit, getting DMs. How come you were on Brian Gay? How did you get that? But you had one share and you pepper everyone. So like you just got lucky. It meant straight up got lucky. I don't lie. Well, that's part of the deal. It's getting lucky. <laughs> we know this. All right. So uh, we're really happy for you that gay Thank won you. and it cost me bigly, even though <laughs> I had Wyndham Clark and Redmond, whatever. Yeah. Let's yeah. move on. We do that. Typically we just get right to the names. And if you're following on YouTube, you can see me share the screen and show yeah. you at the tippity tip top $11,500 for Dustin Johnson. Duh, you want him? What are you doing with the TPG, the top price guy, Eric Quagnus Martins? Because I am fading Dustin. No thanks. Yeah, I'm I'm fading him, and I might I might I might have some arguments and just fade this whole range. But that's typically what you do, so I, I don't want to stomp on you. But yeah, Dustin Johnson. Uh, you know, I look back on all of the guys in the 10K range, and at least last year, none of them played the week before the Masters. So this is a new. Thing. I know it's a new situation for it being in November, but. But we're looking at, you know, we're used to slightly weaker field here before the Masters or, you know, some people coming in for tune-ups or whatever. But, <sighs> boy, oh, boy. Unless we, well, well, unless we can get some good ownership on, on DJ. That's, that's where I might be interested, you know, at like a 10%-ish range. Like, then, then I'll, I'll, I'll throw a few, you know, I, I'm used no, to this. You won't get them at 10%. You're going to get them at about 15% right in the middle of the chalk. Not chalk, but not <laughs> not chalk so therefore don't do it but who are the most popular plays above ten thousand? it's tony finau at 10 9 and hatton at 10 3 they're looking at about 16 17 percent is that really even chalk though no uh-huh uh but you could look at a pivot somebody that's above 10k that's below 10 percent and it's both brooks kepka and hideki matsuyama do you have any interest in a low-owned brooks kepka coming here he's a designer consultant yeah i know that I, I well i listened to preferred and i i, I kind of i knew that already i'd looked it up but just uh hearing joe kind of go on a rant about that yeah it's it's interesting i mean like that that's an edge you would think that's an edge over everybody else i mean they're getting some looks at it now it's not like they're all gonna play the place blind they're playing their right now uh practice reps but but that's yeah, interesting i don't know what that means though i didn't know brooks knew how to design courses or, or to be some kind of like all these guys are all just designers of courses now it's insane. It's live. Yeah. No one cares. It's just a money grab. Um, all right. So then should we go to the 9K range where it looks like some of my favorite plays are there and some of the chalk may be forming. That makes sense. Um, I'm so bad at this. <laughs> all right. So at the 9K range, he starts with Victor Hovland at $9,800, and he's one of my favorite plays. And actually, one of my other favorite plays is in this range too, Russell Henley at $9,400. And of course, cool. Sungjae Im on Bermuda at 93 that's intriguing. Um, but I like the H names, Hovland and Henley. <laughs> I'm going to go with those two. The most popular in the range is Russell Henley, actually, for good reason. I like him. You get a little discount with Russell Henley. He's played the best golf he's ever played in his life, maybe. I mean, he's coming in with what? 
let's look at his game log, a fourth and a third and a 27th and a 25th and an eighth and a ninth. I mean, like, geez, guy has played good since July. So any reason to get off Russell Henley? No, I, I think this is great. And, I mean, is not is there a Texas connection as well, I, I believe, right? I mean, we're in Texas. Yeah. Well, he did win the Houston Open one time a few years ago, and it was uh, at a different course, but we know him as uh, – this has been known as the Russell Henley Open. He was <laughs> for last year's T61. T8 win, T5, T4, T7. Yeah. Like the course? Well, he liked the other course. Um, a guy yeah. I like, though, with starts with an H, he's $9,800, Victor Hovland. Well, he's maybe got a chip on his shoulder. Victor Hovland is watching his buddies get on flights after this event and fly to Augusta, and he is alone <laughs> at home watching by himself, even though he won in the Puerto Rico Open in February. It's the Puerto Rico Open. Maybe the Masters is like, mm-hmm, nice try. But still, <laughs> he may have legitimate beef that he's not invited. He's good. He's well, I don't know. Maybe he's even top 50 in the world right now. I don't know the world ranking, but he should be into the Masters, and he has a chip on his shoulder. Have we ever seen an angry Victor Hovland? <laughs> no, no. No, I don't think we have. I think we just typically think he's stoned. He looks like yeah. he's stoned Rory. So will he be angry? Maybe. <laughs> he's never missed a cut since March. He's playing well. So $9,800 for someone that maybe is motivated to show up. I like Hovland. Um of course, M, like I mentioned, on Bermuda. Go maybe all in on that. All in on M on Bermuda. <laughs> People like it, though. They're like 16% owned. Scheffler is also about 15 16% owned. The least popular plays in the 9K range are the ones at the bottom of the range. Jason Day, no one wants, of course. Adam Scott, nobody's interested in. And Sergio, who just won. But are these the veteran names that are too risky because they're one foot out the door looking ahead? I think it's a reasonable narrative. <laughs> I, I, I mean, God, that's uh, it's just. It, here, well, I mean, before we talk about Adam Scott Garcia Day, I do want to get to them. But Scotty Scheffler, I think he's he's rounding back in the form that he was in. He's over COVID. Okay. Ninety six hundred bucks. I, I like this. He's not in the Masters, I assume. So no well, worry he's there. Definitely in the Masters, buddy. Oh, is he? For sure. I didn't look at the yeah. field yet. Okay, well that whatever. He still wants to win compared to some of these other guys who are like, well, whatever, I don't care. I'm going to go to play the Masters because that's more important. I think Adam Scott Garcia and Dave fall in the same category as DJ Finau and Kepka. As far as – I mean, there's some risk being associated with them uh, deciding to say fuck it. And, I mean, if that's a narrative that we want to, you know, mock, maybe people are mocking it, but, but I think it's – I mean, that's legit. They should get asked that question at the presser. Why doesn't these – you guys talked about this – on preferred i really liked it and agreed with the conversation let's get some legit questions going here are you in are you here just to play for a couple of rounds or do you want to try and win oh i always come at to win you know you oh they lie they're the biggest liars of all time yeah you can't you're not going to get any straight answers they can ask them all they want that's why they probably stopped asking them because they won't get called on eric they raise their hand and they get ignored if they're the one that is reputation is to ask those questions so they have the ones that what'd you bring you bring your chef what do you make you Make you some dinner? What what kind of dinner are you having? Who was that? Terrible. Yeah, that was so stupid. <laughs> okay, uh, let's go back to the DraftKings. If you're on YouTube, you can see that I'm sharing the screen. And our old friend Justin McMahon, uh, J Mac on Twitter, he said in the interview that we had, he's the interview subject this week on the Preferred Lines podcast. Find that on iTunes and YouTube and other places. Uh, I asked him, 
if he was going to build one lineup? Would he play the Stars and the Scrubs, or would he go the balanced route? And he told me he's more interested in balance building this week. And how do you do that, Eric? You pepper the 8K range. And it looks like it appears to be unwanted. Perfect. Oh, perfect. Great. Well, it starts with Lanto. He's 8,900. He's the defending champion of a different course, but this tournament, uh, and he gets a little bit of a price, price bump. Doc, too, is here after a letdown. A little bit of disappointment on Sunday, and he's 8,800. Zach Johnson is 86, crazily. Spieth's in this section. But the most popular names in this section of 8K range is Doc and Cam Davis. We see Cam Davis. Here we go again. $8,100. Cameron Davis. Didn't we see this story play out a couple weeks ago where he was 82, chalk of the week, and I faded him, and then he did well? Yeah, he got six at the Sanderson. Yeah, and he was heavily owned. Yeah, you needed him. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, so uh, are you going to use uh, the chalk, Doc, the chalk, Cameron? Yeah, I'll get back on board. I mean, if you wanted to argue against him, the one thing that you could say is he doesn't to prefer Bermuda grass, but you know, these guys putting is just so all over the place that whatever, who fucking cares if he doesn't like Bermuda, he's here, he's playing. And yeah, I love, I love this 8k range though. And I think it's surprising. I mean, our guy, our guy is here. Our guy. Anton? Yeah. Or is Spieth our guy? I think James is more, James actually follows the fantasy golf pod on Twitter and has interacted with us before. Great guy. Yeah. Someone that had back or neck or, shoulder or leg or some ailments forever and had to take some months off is han a new man han is what is he popping at eight thousand dollars which is ridiculous for james han but he's made three top tens in a row it's incredible are we on han yeah i mean you know you you look we don't have anything we don't know what he did at the uh, punta cana where he got six but i mean He's doing doing really good things. The putter's up and down, which is what we you know see with all these guys. It's, you know he's hitting the hitting the ball off the ferry really nicely, hitting off the tee. I mean that those are those signs. Those are good signs. That points to something. And you know if if a lot of these uh, higher end players kind of bail, it's people like Han that I see that are wanting to finish this thing out and finish strong. I mean, yeah, J Mac likes James Han. Um, people are not liking. Jordan Spieth, he is in the section. It's finally uh, smashed between names that you'd be surprised. He's uh, priced below Zach Johnson, Corey Connors, and Brian Harmon. Jordan Spieth's $8,400 not wanted. Do we click Jordan Spieth or are we – I mean, he's in Texas, and this is kind of like how he has made his, his name is playing well in Texas. Right, and then out of the uh... – group of historically elite players Spieth just strikes me as one who wouldn't necessarily uh say fuck it I mean you know he's angry and he's he I I would think a win for him would would be a a bonus for him leading into the to the masters to have some sort of confidence boost which he clearly I don't I mean I haven't listened to him interview I don't know he thinks deeply about about the game I mean all these guys do but him especially man you you know what I'm talking about you listen to like no laying up thing oh, he's a savant for golf yeah. the thing oh, is yeah. about spieth is that he's not looking ahead because he already has the course knowledge he knows where to hit it on every single hole he doesn't worry about the masters augusta right now today he's more worried about finding 
good momentum and he'll build it here on a course that maybe he's probably played. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure he's played it because he lives in Texas. How far, how far away can he, I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> how far I'm sure far he away knows about Texas it at least. Pretty big state, but. <laughs> it's only just like the biggest state. Yeah. And... yeah, it's only the biggest state. Yeah, it's just whatever. <laughs> he could walk there, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, Sink, your guy Sink's 8K. Do we, do we care about any of these other names or should we get to the sevens? Because I like Birdie Brian Harmon, and you can get him at 8%. He's right above Jordan Spieth at 8,500. Solid player, consistently making cuts. I like Brian Harmon, and he's not wanted. So go with Brian Harmon as a pivot, potentially. Yeah, absolutely. And I think Lanto, I, I, Lanto, he's coming in very similar. I mean, that's a different course, I know, but he's coming in very similar form to what <laughs> led to his win last year at the Houston Uh I don't really care about ownership. I'm going to click some 8,900, uh, 8,900 Lanto as well. Defending champion. All right. Let's show the screen again on the seven K range starts with Denny McCarthy. He kind of came up. Uh, he was in a good lineup for me last week, had a great yep. Sunday, charged the leaderboard and finished T4. He's 7,900. That seems ridiculous. Did they think, did they even look, did they even watch the Bermuda? Like, because there's no shot strokes gained that they don't, care DraftKings just puts him at 7900 this guy could be ten thousand dollars literally he's playing great golf one of the best putters on planet earth uh a poised guy to make a run at even like the team events so i'm i'm into denny mccarthy he's gotten at a t6 t4 in his last three two of his last three he's a t9 at the window I mean, this is probably going to be a birdie fest where you need the putter. So I like uh, Danny at 79. Grio, too. Grio, HV3, they were in the 10Ks last week. They're $79 and $7,800. I think you go back to those names. Don't you just start just – if you're going to build 20 lineups, you're going to have 20 players or more in your player pool, and you're not going to use Grio or HV3. What are you doing? I think those are good names to use. And then look at this. I love the 7K range. My goodness gracious. EVR's our guy. Gooch, I like him at 7,700. There's Clark, my boy, from last week. I don't understand. They just decided, okay, he's not going to repeat the performance. So let's put him at $7,700. What the hell? He should be bumped up a little bit for almost winning. Lost in a playoff. Wyndham Clark, my guy, 77. And then for Telly's here, he's a Texas guy. You got Phil. You got Sammy Bermuda Burns. I think he's from Tyler, Texas. I like Sam Burns, 7,500. And a lot of people like Sam Burns. So guess what, Eric? For the chalk in the 7K range, it's going to be Sammy Burns. It's reaching about 18%. Any interest wow. in Sam Burns? Are you going to eat that? I mean, 18, who cares? Yeah, I've, yeah, there's <laughs> – he. well, the last time he was chalk was at Corrales, and he, he made the cut. He didn't really – you know, his his upside is just, you know, Safeway got seventh in September. Haven't seen a lot really, though, this year other than that. It's just weird to me that he always becomes this massively popular play. Like, I could easily just – fade him and not really have any sort of don't phone. fade sam burns are you kidding me i like sam burns he's such, like that's a decent price for a guy that has the potential to win we've seen the talents there uh he's watched other guys around him that have like neiman and champ were on the cover of golf magazine with this guy even a year and a half ago before he broke his leg playing pickup basketball with his neighborhood uh <laughs> he was poised he wanted to be that next guy so he's due to win at seventy five hundred dollars i mean we've seen low dollar of players win like that makes no rhyme or reason if they're priced the price is an illusion so don't worry about a price 7500 <laughs> just take it that's a great roster stuffer and same with danny mccarthy same with uh what oh shank he's at 71 he makes cuts and he's wanted do you want 7100 7100 shank seven thousand dollars straka 
Yeah, I was watching Shank uh, ruin me uh, as I was sweating over the course of the weekend because he was just jetting up the leaderboard and I had zero shares. But then, of course, he kind of fell off uh, on Sunday, which helped me a lot. So I might actually – I like that. You know, he fell off on Sunday, but he'd been playing good last week. So, uh, yeah, Adam Shank uh, at 7,100 is uh, is something really interesting to me. And all these Schneider jams, how – I didn't see that coming. 7,100 we get him this week. Do you chase How that? You, yeah, no. Well, he's, he's <laughs> a Texas guy. I mean, he literally was born here, I think I read. But at the same time, uh, what? No, I don't know. Is it going to do for a letdown? Although he does like the grass. I don't know. I, I'm, not, I'm never an ollie clicker. I mean, the guy no. doesn't wear a hat. It feels very strange to me that he's been, he was squinting the whole time. It's got to hurt his eyes a little bit. But apparently, Bagels was saying that it doesn't, he doesn't like the sight lines of, a, of the brim. So maybe he's a brimless oh. guy. Maybe he needs to go with what Bryson rocks, or he just you know, hopes it's cold out and he can rock a beanie. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, I, that, that, that was actually a good explanation for why he doesn't wear All right, anyway, <laughs> Charlie Hoffman. <laughs> Do you oh, like Charlie Hoffman now? $7,400. He ruined everybody. Didn't he have like an 84 or something? Like, what did he shoot? He had an 84. You don't think he cared to get the fuck out of there? He was done. He had a look-ahead spot for Charlie Hoffman. You know why? Because he loves Texas. He used to own yep. Texas. And he used to own the Masters. But guess what? He isn't in the Masters. He's pissed about that. He played the last five years, and he didn't miss the cut. He's never been worse than T30 at Augusta. They should, like, give an invite to him just because of that alone. Right. But apparently, he has to sit out next week. So, is this Charlie Hoffman's Masters? It could be a Charlie Hoffman week. That's a thing that people say. It's Charlie Well, I mean, you missed the cut. You burned everybody. So, now everybody's off. He's a pivot. So, he's he is. least popular. He is. That's true. And, I mean, we, a lot of our favorites are down here. There's Lucas Glover at 7,400. I like him. What about mm. Tringali? He ruined you. He's not a killer. but now Oh, no. Yeah, Tringali's bad at golf. <laughs> and especially on Bermuda too. Tringali's bad at Bermuda. I like Tringali on Poa or uh well, I don't really even know. I don't know if I even like Tringali at all. I was telling you I gotta quit. <laughs> so same with Ventura. He's a fraud. He's kind of fraud. <laughs> so I don't know. So that occurs down here. Oh my, there's some veteran names like Keegan Bradley's in this field, or I like Scott Piercy, actually. We've been talking him up. We've been yes. watching his trend. He's trending towards getting a sponsorship again after being a total bigot and a freak on Instagram. So, but whatever, you can get low owned and low price <laughs> Scott Piercy. And then Norlander, he's seventy one hundred dollars. He burned everybody last week too. But he's a good golfer. This is stupid. You go back to these guys like HV three and Hoffman and Norlander, guys that are a few days ago, everybody wanted. Yeah, no kidding. And their prices are two thousand, three thousand dollar difference <laughs> for some yeah, of them. Sense. No. Oh, I'll overthink it though, because last week's results are so important. People think that. I don't know. But at the same time, nothing matters. This is predicting athletic performance. I'm about to get interrupted by my three-year-old. So lead into the 6K range. Cool. Thank you for uh, warning me about that. Eric and I both have toddlers. Um, He actually has a real kid that's in like first grade or something. So too bad for him. Um, $6,900 range. Look at these names. These are my two favorites of the range, and they're at the top. Maverick McNeely and Bo Hostler. I truly think Bo Hostler could win this week. I'm going to bet him to win. Um, I don't know about McNeely to win, but 6900 See, the thing about Hostler and what gives me confidence is that he's a Texas guy and really confident sometimes with his putter. So therefore, if he's a Texas guy feeling comfortable and he's confident with the putter, he's had some decent recent form. I mean, let's look at Hostler. 
the bossler. He has run off a string of cuts, and he was just T26 last week on the same grass. So Hostler at the top, I like. Let's see who's the most popular, though. Oh, Love both. Scott Stallings. What? You like Scott Stallings? He's popular. And then uh, your guy Hoagie's also popular. What? I know. Well, Birdie Fest, Hoagie, Texas, Wind. I don't know. Potentially. Aren't you a Hoagie guy? Well, can we... Can we pick a uh, $7,600 hoagie this week and be confident? That's a better price for him. He'd gotten close to 8K at some point here. Over he, the makes cuts. he makes he cuts. He makes cuts. His upside's been a little limited. But, yeah, he likes making birdies. If it's a birdie fest, that's what we want from hoagie. That's my insider information from a guy that works here in Fargo that went to high school with him. said, yeah, he, he always just goes for birdies. So, at, at hard courses, he's fucked. So if this is what about the uh, the also popular weird names like the Carlos Ortiz or Jing Zhang Zhang? Do you like interesting those names? I don't. Yeah, uh, you know, I might go back to what I did last week. I had a really tight core, and so that eight k nine k range. I had a shitload of McCarthy. I had a shitload of uh, um, Malnati. Um, and then I sprayed down here, man, and that's how I ended up with. Uh, one share of gay. <laughs> yeah. I don't recommend that. I don't recommend anyone using Never. one share. If you're using, if you're making 20 lineups, just put them in two at least. Man, imagine if you had put them in two and the other one was with uh, that one other. Wyndham? I don't know, but whatever. <laughs> right. Uh, but Eric doesn't doesn't do it as scientifically as I I do. If you're curious how I build my 20 lineups, I've made a YouTube video about that. You can go find that on the Fantasy Golf Pod YouTube page. But at the same time, uh, I use a finite number of names and I do it scientifically. Whereas Martin's just wakes uh, up on Wednesday night, rubs his eyes, opens it up, and just starts tallying away. <laughs> you typically half drunk and tired. Well, depending if I was golfing all day, yeah. <laughs> or if you're being a dad um let's continue though with this um h theme we know we like hovland henley and han but i've just talked about hostler you talked about hoagie and i also like hubbard could you make that into your yes. whole entire player pool a bunch of h's be great and harrington podrick podrick uh yeah Played all yeah, right. One good stretch of holes on an easy birdie fest and without win on Thursday morning, and everyone thinks he's good. It's like, no way. <laughs> still older than my dad. All right. <laughs> or maybe you go to the M's. You go McNeely or Molinari. Oh, my God. He's here. He's alive. He's sober enough to play. Francesco Molinari, $6,600. We all remember what happened to him. It was about the – what was it, the – 14th hole. I don't even remember, actually. Uh, yeah, it wasn't good. It ended his career. <laughs> no, he's dead. <laughs> I'm using Molinari. I'm, I'm not scared. I think he cares. I mean, he'd be $600 for somebody that was a, a one, well, I guess it was 18 months ago, was about to win his uh, back-to-back major. Remember this? He won the Open yes. and then he was going to win the Masters and then he was dead. Now he's dead? Come on. We've seen this before. I wouldn't be surprised if he top 10s for sure. And then next week, his price at the Masters, same thing. It's unbelievable. So I think Molinari is like the sneaky buy low candidate. Yeah, I think, yeah, you're, you're taking on a lot of risk by clicking him. But, yeah, I, I like that. I mean, that's what happened when I clicked Brian Gay last week. He was, had been god-awful. 
And now right. he's a winner. So Molinari could do the same thing. Yeah, I remember watching that, although I remember watching that not live. I had to turn everything off because I had an obligation Sunday morning. Remember they moved? Oh, yeah. They moved everything up in the morning. And, I, and, I, and it dawned on me like the day before, like, oh, wait, I'm gone all Sunday morning. Are you fucking kidding me? So I had to turn everything off and come inside my house. La, 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 don't say anything to me. Running past everybody in the house, running downstairs, turning it on, hoping that it doesn't turn on for like the end, you know, because I had it recorded. God. <laughs> Yeah, I've done that before. Where yeah. You're like watching it through your fingers. You're like, yeah, you're like, okay, I'm just trying to rewind this, but not see what, like, please don't start from the very end. Don't show me Tiger. No, yeah, don't show me Tiger doing this. You know, like, oh my God. Remember when I was texting you, like, is it a good ending? And you just, like, yeah. Oh my God. I was so pissed that I couldn't be, like, living it with you. I know. God, fuck that. I relived it with you, though. I pretended like oh, yeah. I didn't remember. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we're, right, so I let's... made sure, to, I made sure in two weeks that I don't have shit going on. So, good. <clears throat> building rosters we kind of talk about the pricing and the ownership from each range and then we go to the builds of this week how you're going to build and then we talk about our values and then we get out of here so we're at the building of the roster section of this podcast i am going to probably use henley hovland that's two 9k names and then i love all those 7k guys so i'm gonna pepper those names i might take a bunch of lineups with h letter h whatever <laughs> i don't know what i'm gonna do though i'm thinking about using fee now actually because i feel like but then i'm always worried about fino that he only plays well in like the hard events that matter and this is not one of those right he i i my initial build included tony fino i don't know what that means anymore but when i just made my quick little well i'm definitely not using him then (laughs) jesus christ I love it that Zozo, that's not like that was an important uh, event. Well, and then he hadn't, he had COVID before that. So he was like, and he admitted that it actually affected him and he couldn't golf. Yeah, that was crazy. On bed rest or whatever. I mean, then I feel like that bodes well for him. I mean, it's not the preferred grass, but that shouldn't necessarily stop you. Oh, he hates all grasses. He can't putt or shit. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> what you're hoping is that Tony Fina is going to feast on the par fives. Cause I guess there's five par fives, including some that are just gettable. So, and we know Tony Fina, he'll, he'll lag on Eagle putt tapping birdies all day. Right. Oh, uh, so maybe you do have to use it. All right. <clears throat> Sneaky, risky, random six K guy combined with your other guys. You know, that's how it is it's every time. Yeah, I think so. I mean, don't be, don't be too foolish. I, I, I did claim that I was going to click Camilla Vijagas every single week that he plays, which that might have been of a stupid thing to say, to be honest. But this is the week to still go back to him because he played all right and he likes Bermuda. So, yeah, he's cheap. He's, yeah, he's sixty two hundred. I mean, there's no, I, your guy Justin on 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 the preferred like Grayson Murray at sixty two hundred. <laughs> also, thought that was an interesting. I was yeah. trying to figure out why his model liked it, and I looked up and I'm like, oh, they probably use approach over the last. 50 rounds which is like that's all <laughs> he's done good at he's done bad at everything else but he's done well at approach so the model might have picked up those numbers and that was fit bro stats <laughs> you're gonna use that you I, I noticed you didn't go there you didn't quite I did go- not scold my guest on the performance <laughs> you wait to do that with me no, yeah, I can talk shit to you because I've known you since I was like 10. So it's whatever. True. Uh, but no, people like different reasons for different things. Or so I'm not going to tell them what not to do. Any reason is a good reason. Well, who are you using this week as your values, Eric? Do you have names? Because I got a slew of names. I didn't hold myself to three. I've got half dozen. Sure. Well, I mean, 
people don't really care what I have to say, but when I opened this thing up, 7,900 Denny McCarthy was an obvious, obvious misprice, in my opinion. When you look at his friends around him, Emiliano Grill and HV3, who were, well, HV3 at least, uh, just fucking missing the cut awful. And then you got Denny McCarthy right there. Like, it just doesn't doesn't make sense. I mean, I, I could see myself even more overweight on Denny McCarthy than I was last week. And I, I think I was at 25 or 30%, which I'm not sure what that related to the field. Denny McCarthy, one of my favorite plays price-wise. And then James Hahn at 8,000. I mean, I'm going to mix those guys all in together. That's the range for me every single week that if I'm going to go high on somebody, it's going to be in that like lower 8K, mm-hmm. mid 8K. And, and then in this Why is that? Why do you only, why do you do it that instead of the stupid way I do it where I go all in on a 10K guy? <laughs> well, because then I, I give myself the opportunity to be able to build balanced and stars and scrubs with that. With well, those yeah, guys. no, what you're, what you want to say is that if the 8K guy that you're all in on misses the cut and screws you, it's a lot less hard on your overall budget and player pool to lose $8,000 on every roster than to lose 10,600 on every roster. Right. Granted the $10,600 guy has a better odds to do well, but do they? relative to their price i don't know so that's why you kind of maybe want to do more the 8k going uh you know heavy on and then right. spread it around every other where that's it's risk though everything's a risk so just how do you want to play roulette this week how you want to play roulette play it yeah what other names do we have them all did you tell me all? uh my other favorite name i already said is uh 9600 scotty shuffler i think i'll start a bunch of lineups uh with scotty there maybe like 30 percent, 35 percent is kind of what i'm feeling right now just as the starting point fade everybody above them including hovland and then so that might be a more balanced type of build that i'm going to do and then yeah those are my two favorite names scheffler and, and uh mccarthy cool yeah well i'm using the henley hovland harman <laughs> H, you know hovland's one of my faves M on Bermuda. I mean, I can't fit Hovland, Henley, Harmon, and M on one lineup, so that makes it really difficult. So I have got to pick and choose who – I might just spread that around, and then I'm going to add a little Spieth in because it's Texas. I don't think he's looking ahead. I don't think he cares about getting to Augusta. He owns the freaking course record with Tiger. So, like, let's be honest. He's fine. Right. Uh, HV3, Griot, and McCarthy. Like, all of those names right there are solid names you can build around and feel comfortable. Same with like Gooch, Wyndham Clark, or Sam Burns. I mean, the 7K range, you just got to pepper that thing this week, I think. And same with okay. Shank and Norlander. They're at the low ends of that. We, I'm, maybe I'm just being biased because I've seen these names now up on leaderboards that are shitty, like Sanderson Farm, like the S Tour, uh, Shriners, Sanderson, Safeway. <laughs> but at yeah. the same time, uh, they're good players of the same, you know, the good players in those bad fields, quote unquote, are bad. So. I mean, nothing matters. So, you know, pricing is an illusion and you go with those names that you've seen and feel comfortable with like uh, Maverick McNeely too. He's too low. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that completely. Cool. Hey, cheers to you. And, uh, you know, I hope your candidate wins tonight. It's uh, well, it's going to be, everybody's got to understand no matter who you're rooting for, it might be a few days. You can't just oh, declare there's no declaration of victory when we have uh, tens of millions of votes that need to be, uh, taken from the uh, a mail-in ballot and then counted. So, no matter who you're rooting for, might be a little while unless uh, Biden wins Florida tonight. Then it's over. So, that's, oh, you know, are we touting something? Well, no, I just that's that's known. Like the, the only electoral college pathway that Trump has 
towards victors through Florida. And oh, you say that as a Biden voter, I bet. No, 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 no. I say that as a that's an unbiased opinion. That's that's actually just that's a that's that's fact. I'm so glad I brought this up, Eric. God, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Instead of the fact that it's the Masters coming up, and once I hit end on this, publish this to iTunes, I'm going to start focusing 100% on the Masters. Uh, We've got a lot of content already out for that. Uh, I did a first look DraftKings pricing content thing piece. Uh, We did something for the preferred lines. I did my five minute favorite bets. Um, Big things are coming for Eric and I. We're going to go live on Friday night, possibly get a little drunk, talk about pricing for DraftKings uh, Masters, start building the hype because it's a big week. It's the biggest week of the year. And then we kind of have a little lull, the RSM and some other random shit going on. So it's going to be sad until January. So this is it enjoy and don't hate on me because i'm making so much content like and subscribe rate and review share and sh- reshare tweet and retweet and right we appreciate word. it yeah i mean seriously just this is over we're on to i don't have my guitar i gotta learn the theme oh the masters in november it's gonna be glorious there's i don't know if there's foliage or whatever i don't know but it's gonna be great it might actually be warmer so the weather narrative is kind of a wash. <laughs> hey, that, that's never happened before. <laughs> the weather narrative is a wash. All right. Thanks for watching. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Seriously. Thank you for everything. See you and later. thank you to uh, YouTube kids for allowing me to do this for the last <laughs> uh, hour. Peace out. Goodbye.